Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vikings Happy Hour, sponsored by Lake Monster Brewing, and that's badasswoodart.com. Remember to use promo code CT Pocket for 20% off any one item at that's badass wood art. Uh, the Vikings traded back from 87 to pick 102, the final pick in the third round on day two, and they select cornerback Makai Blackman. And we have Ryan with us. Hopefully, some other folks will join us here. Uh, it's you know, miles is old, so who knows if he'll show up, but flip Mozzie's <laughs> on the, on the West coast. So I'm hoping to get his reaction, but the initial reaction from Ryan is, I mean, you can kind of tell just on his face right now that it's a little disappointed. Dude, this, this guy selection. is fucking trash. Like, I'm sorry. That's probably rude, but he's probably fine. I don't know. I don't know enough about him. All I know is that what I what I did watch of him because I watched some USC tape because I like Tuli Tui Polo or what? Yes, what his name. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, I watched a little bit of this guy. He's not it. He he's a fifth, sixth round pick, maybe at best. He's got some athletic upside. That's fine. But like, you're sitting here with Darius Rush. You're sitting here with Keely Ringo. Uh, Adubu Ware, uh, which is a defensive lineman that we definitely could have used at a at a you know 3-4 D end position. Um, Clark Phillips, Traverius, uh, Hodges, Thomas. There were so many players that you could have taken in this spot, and you go and take Makai. Like where I was happy late yesterday with the Addison pick, I'm very disappointed with this pick. Oh. Is it just because of the players? And by the way, welcome back, Flip. Um, welcome back. I, it, it's it's been a long time. But um, Ryan, is it just because you you know the other players that are on the board? And to catch Miles and Flip up to speed, Ryan's furious about this. Picture. Yeah. Again, 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 you're you're taking a player that, like, again, I don't know. The, the NFL circles have different rankings on players than the media does. Right. And and sure. they know way more than I do. So again, I shouldn't be as upset as I am, but I'm, again, I've been drinking a lot today and, <laughs> and, 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 and we take a player that has some athletic upside, but definitely has limitations in his game. Yeah. When you have guys like Keely Ringo, you have guys like Darius rush. You have guys like Hodges Tomlinson or Clark Phillips. I mean, if you want to go cornerback, Miles, we talked earlier, Keytrail Clark. Like, there's mm-hmm. players that – there's players that can, like, contribute well, I I think, early on. Mekhi Becton's more of a project, in my opinion, at best. Probably, I just It's just frustrating. Adebuare, he was potentially a first-round pick, and we have a need at that position. And we just I, – I just – I don't know. I'm mad. I'm sorry. Ma- Miles, Flip, what are you thinking with this pick? And are you, like, first of all, what did you think of the trade back? And then what did you think of the selection? I mean, I, yeah, I think it starts with the trade back. You know, we've all been waiting three hours for this pick. And then Quasi tells us to wait another one. And we felt like there was a lot of value there yeah. right at, at 87, multiple options. So it made sense to trade back now. Now, 102 and 164 is tough. You get to the seven total picks, which I think Quasey wanted to do in one fell swoop, but definitely feels like we missed out on the meat of this draft. So you add that on to 
what feels like a reach, at least can, you know, when you think about the consensus boards, that's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Miles, you, you primarily look at wide receivers and cornerbacks uh, when, it, when it comes to the NFL draft. And I don't see you high. Well, <laughs> I should rephrase that. I don't see you hyped up about this pick. Why? I, I'm not going to – I'm not like – I'm kind of like in, in between. I, I don't know enough about Makai Blackton to have the same reaction that Ryan does, but I also have seen enough that I think it's not like a, a completely awful pick. PFF yeah. loves loves the loves the pick. They, he was the only player in the draft this year that had graded um, in zone. saw a 91.1 coverage. coverage grade. Yeah. So, again, I'm, I, I haven't watched enough. Like, I know grades only tell you so much. But, like, at least it should tell you something that, I mean, the guy has a, some, some decent coverage ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything I've read from, like, guys like Dane Brugler, um, Makai, Blackman, M- Makai Blackman is the type of guy that um, really uh, – likes to do the work. He likes to put in the work. He's the kind, kind of guy that goes after it and it doesn't back down from a challenge. doesn't mean he's always going to win that challenge, but I think that type of mentality at quarterback is important. And when you get him with a guy like Brian Flores, who loves that type of mentality, I think maybe he can get the most out of a guy like that as they develop him. And again, corner, cornerback, I, it's, it's clear that they like the, the outside guy more than they were looking for a nickel. Cause I think that just tells you a little bit more about where Byron Murphy's plan is. Um, at least for now, right? So, um, well, and he, and he played he played some nickel last year. Granted, that was a different off, uh, defensive scheme, right? Like their year one under um, Lincoln Riley, they brought in um, the former Oklahoma defensive coordinator. He's yeah, yeah. so horrible, but um, and and I, I just I don't know. Sorry, you guys keep talking. I'm I'm gonna drink some more. I just don't like. <laughs> I mean, we, we talk, we talk, I don't know. My, my whole thing is like, I, I hear you, Ryan. Like if there's someone you just don't like when you watch him, like I get it, but I mean, it sounds about- like I didn't like him, but like, like you guys, you guys were up close and personal at the as senior bowl, right? Yeah. You guys watch Darius rush mirror receivers. And when I say like receivers, I'm talking Qu- yeah. Michael Wilson. We're talking Xavier Hutchinson. We're talking Jaden Reed. Um, um, Tank Dell, like good receivers that I've already gotten drafted and he's mirroring these guys and shutting them down. And then you take Makai Blackton or Blackman, just, I don't know. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, I, we, we, we talk about trusting Brian Flores and like, apparently he has a really good eye for, for these types of players. And so I will trust, it doesn't mean they're right. But I will give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, they know more than us. Yes. Yes. And I, I'm with you though, Ryan. Like I, I thought, Darius Rush would have been a, a great fit there um, for the Vikings, but maybe apparently they didn't. There could have been um, medical concerns that we don't know about. There's a lot of things behind the scenes that we don't know about. But the one thing we do know is that they have the book on Blackman because they have the book on Addison, and the amount of work they did on Addison. They know how much they and they know everything about um, Blackman because they played together at USC. Um, I think Blackman was at Colorado before that. Am I? If that's well, yeah, I don't know. Colorado. Yeah, yeah. He transferred um, one year starter at USC. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But it sounds like like a guy like Blackman in practice was trying to go up against um, 
uh, Addison and, you know, in one-on-ones every day. And, like, that type of mentality is something you want. It doesn't mean he's going to be a good NFL player, but I think the Vikings need bodies. Apparently, he's a guy that they think has potential and ability. He's also not going to be pressured to start right away. Um, so then you can develop him. So, I don't know. I, I'm with you in that, like, maybe it wasn't the best pick, but I was cool with the trade back because they got more picks. Yeah. And – um, did any of the cornerbacks actually go off the board when they traded no, back? No, but I, I think that's a great thing if you, you know, but you also got to read the room if you feel like you're high on Blackman. You also, yeah, you got to look at the consensus. You're picking again at, at 119, so I think mm-hmm. in 16 picks. And you can't tell me that you think that Phillips, uh, Ringo, you know, and Rush and Blackman are all going to be gone at 119. If you do, then sure, you know, you pick Blackman because you think he ranks higher than that. But I think there's an opportunity here to make this pick with 119 and and get a different pick, maybe an edge defender here at the bottom of the third round. I'm with you. I wanted Kobe Turner at yeah. 87. Yes. I thought that well, we've talked about him at length on this show. We've talked about him at length for sure. But, I mean, the, that's the hard part, right? Like, I think – the only thing I'm, I am happy about is besides the trade back because they were able to get another fifth, which I think they needed, is if they get another DB. We know that they needed it. So yeah. again, yeah, we might not like the name, but they got another. They got another one, and that's important. Yeah. Um, in you know, top 100, 102, right? Top one hundred yeah. picks, basically. But yeah, you you guys are. I'm overreacting. Like I said, I've had a few drinks. I ha- I've had a few. I've had a couple 33-ounce Pacificos, a couple Sours, a few a few of the – hey, by the way, shout out uh, – you guys know Thomas Minsky on Twitter? Yeah. He, he mm-hmm. sent me a bottle of um, High West Campfire, which is okay. pretty rare to get. And he sent me the bottle in time for the draft. Appreciate it. Yeah, that. how'd you get that? Well, yeah, he, uh, they, they, they actually have came out – like, so – off topic they stopped producing them they started reproducing it recently i didn't know this he found a bottle i'm like you send it to me i got you and he did he did that and anyway it's delicious been drinking a lot mary mary she she says hey don't get too mad just a little disappointed um (laughs) she's been following the team for 58 years way longer than i have and you know maybe had a few drinks over the years bob bob agrees so you know you're right Calm down a little bit. These guys know better than we do. Mackay Beckton, I'm a uh, Blackman. Sorry, Beckton. I keep saying Beckton because I wanted um, uh, Keanu Benton. That's why I, I wanted Keanu. Yeah, that was long, long ago. Now, right. long yeah. ago, long ago. Long but long. yeah, Mackay Blackman. I'm sure he's great. Um, hopefully, he turns. You know, I had the same reaction when we took Cam Bynum two years ago, and oh, yeah. he's turned out to be fine. Right. So I'm overreacting for sure. But when you see guys that I have ranked pretty high on on the board still available, like like Flip said, right? Worst case scenario, there's a lot of decent corners still left. Go take Adabuare. Go take yeah. that Northwestern kid. Let him get after the pa- uh, get after the quarterback at, at the interior, at the DN position in a three four, at a three tech position in a four three. If we decide to run that that scheme, like, yeah, that, that's my. That's, that's so my I want to. Yeah. 
Go ahead, Flip. And then I'll. I'll I was just going to say the other item here is like, look, you're looking at Detroit's drafted five, six players. You know, I think uh, the the Seahawks have had a ton of picks. The Steelers have had a ton of picks. And you've got two picks from the first two days of the draft. So like. Both USC Trojans, by the way. I, I get I get the fit with Addison, but bottom of the third round, take the athlete. And one thing missing with Blackman's game is like he do, yeah, I get it, you know, culture guy gonna put in the work, matched up against, you know, Pac twelve talent. But like you look at his slim build and it's like take the athlete if you're gonna bet on anything at the bottom of the third round when you've only got two picks. Cause like if you get an athlete who maybe isn't the best tech, doesn't have the best technique at corner, you can yep. move them around. You can let Brian Flores work with those athletic traits. It's just tough to see what the plan is here. That's that, that's the last thing I'm going to say about this pick, though. Well, and and I, I'm seeing like some comments going after Quasi in the comments here. Again, this isn't all Quasi, right? These are regional scouts that are putting in content. These are coaches that are putting in content, right? I love the Addison pick yesterday. You know, would I have loved to trade back? Absolutely. But if you feel Addison's your guy, go get him. Right. Um, I, I think he's done a great job. I love the scene pick last year. Booth, Asamoa, like the, he's made a lot of good picks. So like, I'm not down on Quasi here. I mean, I don't think anyone should be. I think he's doing an excellent job. My thing is, you know, we need to just make sure that, you're taking the best talent, right? Like, and, and again, that's not his call every single time. That's the collective. And maybe our scouts are trash. I don't know. Or maybe I'm trash. <laughs> Who knows? Like, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes in my evaluations of the years. Miles knows. Yeah. Miles so, knows yeah, dude, you're, you, you've had some really big major. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's really probably the biggest one. I, 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 Baker I, Mayfield. I've made a lot less mistakes than others who are supposed to be better than me. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm going to Daniel house is going to join us here in just a second. So I'm going to switch to a different screen just to talk about some of the remaining prospects available. Cause I think flips point is, is really uh, prevalent in the fact that we do have pick one nineteen, And so there's a, there's plenty of good players available and hopefully tomorrow at the start of the draft, Kwesi is, is a little bit more aggressive um, in trading up for some of the guys. So I'm going to, I'm going to yes, list uh, some off and you guys let me know what you think. Um, I'm going to butcher the, the Northwestern defensive ends name, but I think you guys know. Perfect. Thank the drunkest guy here. Got the name. Correct. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> cornerback Keely Ringo. I'm not a, a huge fan of him, but I know people are in the third um, round. Absolutely. Utah, Utah cornerback, Clark Phillips, South Carolina cornerback, Darius rush. I know miles and I have talked about NC state uh, guard Chan- Chandler Zavala. Um, we also have some other guys that Daniel House has mentioned before, the Minnesota cornerback Terrell Smith and Corey Trice. Are and I don't, hope- I don't agree with Stephen B a lot, honestly, but he he threw out Sewell and one hundred percent. We talked about him earlier on our show. Go get Sewell, blitzing linebacker, twenty years old, Penny Sewell's little brother. He he's he's a baller. Yeah, flip. Miles, any of those names that I mentioned uh, interest you tomorrow for the start of round four? I like Sewell. I think I think linebacker. I think edge, D line. Honestly, the Vikings have a lot of needs. I mean, I don't like putting it into like 
oh man, it's got to be this one position. I mean, they they have a lot of needs, and it's day three. So like once you start getting into these rounds, asking these players to be more than depth and like special teams is just asking a lot. So yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of just like whoever they end up. T- I think they're going to take. A, maybe they take a quarterback. Maybe they take D line, another linebacker. A, like, but I just I don't have the same type of like expectations for those players. So I'm I'm not as like gung ho. Yeah, they're they're lottery picks. It's about 2024 mm-hmm. once you go on to day three. So you know I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this thing positionally because I don't I don't put in the work like Ryan and Miles and Matt do to understand which prospects I like, which prospects I don't like. But I can tell you right now, you look at like the potential roster in 2024, you know, Andrew Booth, whether he hits or misses a Caleb Evans, they're still going to be on the roster on 2024. Um, You know, now Daniil Hunter, we don't know. Marcus Davenport, Zadarius Smith. So positionally, I feel like you have to, treat edge outside linebacker maybe even defensive tackle is by far a huge priority to the point where you probably need two of those picks and you probably should have taken them on day two um you know you could also say safety might be a thing with harrison smith going going off the board positionally and so uh, it's really hard to have this conversation about who we want in round four because pick 102 is basically round four and (laughs) <laughs> Blackman <laughs> is Blackman gonna is Blackman gonna start? I guess I'm not ta- done talking about Blackman. Is he gonna? He's start? not gonna start. No, he's not gonna start. Well, I mean, he might. I don't know. Again, <laughs> I am. No, I am no. Hey, but, uh, Caleb Evans was a starter at one point last year as a fourth. Yeah, you're right. Pick, so. You're right. I'm, I don't know. I'm wrong. Here. Yeah, I mean, Byron Murphy. Let if we talk 2024, it's Byron Murphy. It's Andrew Booth. The people in the chats, and then it's it's Blackman. Wow, we just lost we just lost the host. We just lost our host. All right, hey, Uh-oh. I was about to say the people in the chat must like Blackman because there's a lot of good comments. Again, yeah, sorry. Yeah, there he goes. There he is. <laughs> the people oh, in the chat seem to like the like the pick. Also, it's because it's way, a cornerback. Because it it's a quarterback. The they like the position. Yes. Hold yeah. on, before before we continue this conversation, we have a lot of people in the audience in the comments. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We are doing a giveaway. I forgot to mention it at the beginning of the show. Once we hit 3,000 subscribers, everybody who is a subscriber will be entered to win a custom skull piece by That's Badass Word Art. So if you're here right now, hit that like and subscribe button. We have a ton more content coming this week. And uh, also, we're joined by someone who probably knows a little bit about Makai Blackman and Daniel House, welcome to the stream. Hey, what's going Miles on? Miles Ryan, feel free at this point if you want to depart. One's tired, I'll one's leave. drunk. I'll be bouncing soon. I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear what House thinks first. He, you know he's I'm, gonna be pissed. You know he's gonna be pissed because of who they didn't take. No, I actually liked Makai Blackman. I I had a text chain going with a friend the other night. There we go, and Daniel. We were Thank talking you. about Makai Blackman, so I actually had him at cornerback eight, and he was a late surger for me. I got my hands on a few more games of all twenty-two, and I said, "Okay, I'm bumping Makai Blackman up." And then 
we started texting back and forth, me and another friend. And we okay. said, this, this guy is going to fit the scheme well. He's a fluid mover. He's physical. There's some things he's got to clean up just like at, at the top of routes, gets grabby at times and gets some flags thrown on him. But I see flashes of potential in Brian Flores' scheme. He did, Ryan. I, I like the pick a lot. I, keep, I actually keep telling us more, uh, Daniel, because I don't think anybody here on, on this panel knows enough about him to really give. Like a we, we saw assessment. him, we saw him at the Senior Bowl, but he just didn't flash that much, and so I think that was probably a little bit of that. But those are those types of practices and things are sometimes they can be hard to stand out because of what you're being asked to do. But Darius uh, Rush stood out. I'm gonna mute you. So that means he's gonna be a great NFL player. <laughs> Go ahead, Daniel. <laughs> Christian Gonzalez and Makai Blackman actually played together in Colorado. So I had a chance to see them when Minnesota played Colorado back in the day. So I did a lot of prep for that game, getting ready, going back and watching things. And one of the things I really like about Makai Blackman is the fact that he has a wide receiver background. And I'd done a lot of homework on defensive backs this offseason, studying what, what are the common denominators that defensive backs have that are successful in the NFL. And there's a few things I've found. A uh, few little secret sauces, but one of those is the wide receiver background. And he's a former high school player. And you can see those traits on display, the reactionary athleticism when he's backpedaling the zone, breaking on the ball, and then being able to anticipate where the receiver's coming out of the break and then make those last second adjustments on the ball. So uh, when I see that background and then I also watch it and see how he moves and the, the fluid movement skills compare uh, – blended together with the physicality uh, i i see a lot of potential when you get him in a man heavy scheme where you can just let him work and do what he does best are were you surprised to see the vikings trade back from 87 given the the plethora of talent that was on the board and it actually still is on the board Here's what I'll say. I, I thought that that would probably happen just because they couldn't trade back last night and they needed to get some resources here for tomorrow just to be able to pick some players that can help them depth-wise. And I feel like they're setting the table for potential quarterback selection here maybe tomorrow in mm-hmm. maybe Ooh. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, a potential target that would fit someone that you'd like to bring in here as a developmental quarterback, a lot of upside and potential. I know me and Miles were on him in October talking about him as a potential quarterback that teams should have their eyes on. Yes. So, you know, I I bet he'll be a name that comes off early tomorrow as as a target for some teams here. So I was going to you know, yeah, yeah, go say, Miles. if they with that trade back, that made it more likely that they could probably make a move at quarterback tomorrow. If they were, if they're just going to stick with the five picks and kind of just, and Quasi was going to make a trade at some point. That's crazy, yeah. right? Like, but I, it always felt like if they if they were kind of going to stand pat or maybe trade down slight, like a small trade down, quarterback might kind of get off the table just because they don't have any picks. But with these extra picks added, definitely could see quarterback being a being one of those picks now. Well, and what I like about the the trade back personally is that it gives you those picks to be aggressive tomorrow. We're talking about all the talent that's still there on the board. Whether you want to go cornerback, quarterback, interior defense line, linebacker, whatever, the fact that you have five picks tomorrow to kind of move around and three within the first two rounds of tomorrow, that's that's going to be huge. So um, that's, that's why I was satisfied with the, the move back. I, I just want to say something real quick. 
Daniel, Daniel, you did a lot more research on on, on Blackman than we did, right? <laughs> Can he play slot? He has some experience there, not a lot, mostly on the outside, but he could. He has inside out versatility if you want to use him that way for sure. Okay, that's good. See, my my issue, some of my issues is just his age, right? Like he's twenty four. Yeah, at least he didn't take a kicker. We didn't He's take a twenty four. Hey, there's a lot of there's a lot of benefit. Like oh, what gosh, I'm realizing is clearly I was wrong. Daniel House likes him. A Bleacher Report analyst like him. Maybe I'm wrong in this. I don't like. I, I don't big, like. A hey, this of, Ryan. This is a big step for you to admit you're you, wrong, dude. I admit I'm wrong all the time. I'm not like some others out here, right? Like I'll I'll, I'll admit it. But what I will say is that you know you look at Daniel maybe. Provide a little insight here. Did you like Keely Ringo at all? No, I didn't. And I thought, honestly, you guys, you, honestly, you guys, I thought he would potentially be a guy that moves back to safety in the NFL just because I didn't see the consistency on film, especially when he's playing higher profile players. And it was just such an erratic roller coaster for me. I, I was lower on Ringo than than most people on higher on Blackman and Corey Trice is another player that I liked quite a bit. Tyreek Stevenson. I had as cornerback seven when I was breaking down the cornerbacks, I spent a lot of time dialing into the cornerbacks in this class. And so I feel comfortable with Blackman being a fit here with what the Vikings are trying to do. And I also, that's, that's a good point that you brought up about inside out versatility because he does have some snap experience there as well. So you know, he can, he can go either way if you need to. All right, one Stevenson at seven as well, by the way, House. So respect. <laughs> uh, one last thing here before we round out this show. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Comment just said Blackman didn't play any quality receivers, but Ringo did. What? <laughs> okay. I mean, Pac twelve. Oh, look at look at Mateo. Look at all all the old. Mateo's an LSU guy. He's an LSU guy. So he's going to love the SEC. I get it. And and, uh, there's some validity to that, I guess, right? Like, there's a lot more quality receivers in the SEC than there is in the Pac 12 or Pac 10 or whatever you want to call it. But like Christian Gonzalez playing the same conference. Yeah. Nobody had any problem with Christian Gonzalez going 17th. I'm not saying he's not. I, he's a way better prospect. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. By the way, I just. It's just funny. Yeah, I just feel. I just feel when when you look at these. Went against guys, Addison every day in practice. That's funny, Jesse. It does matter. <laughs> Go ahead, Daniel. The I think the difference between the two of them is the movement skills of Blackman are better than Kelly Ringo, and also the feel for the position. And like I said, that receiver background, that anticipation. And those traits show up a ton, especially when he's trying to play the ball in the air and get position in that sense. I noticed that a ton while watching him as well. So, uh, you know, I, I I always felt like he wasn't in the wheelhouse for the Vikings. It was like Darius Rush or even yes. like a Jacorian Bennett, Corey Trice, Miles, Makai Blackman. All those guys would have been targets that I would have preferred and, and didn't Keytra really have. Clark. Yep, didn't have Kelly Ringo on the radar. Well, the question I was going to ask you guys all as we round out this show is what are you looking for on day three of the NFL draft? What are like, what's the one thing that has to happen for you 
in order to deem this as a success. So Ryan, we'll start with you. Is Edo Buari going to still be available? Cause that's, that's why I'm mad. That's probably the most reason why I'm mad right now. It's not that necessarily it's Blackman. It's that fact that he's available who I thought was an early day two pick. If not, maybe could sneak into day one, late day one. And he's there. I know he's undersized, but like, I think he's a penetrator. I think he is an effective, you know, three, four D end three tech. Maybe could even play on the, on the outside as a five tech, but like, I really like that player. That's who I really wanted at that pick. And maybe he's there at 119. Who knows? Maybe he keeps falling. I, I, I don't know. But that's who I wanted at the picks. And I think that's probably why I'm more most mad about Blackman. But um, so that's what I want. But, yes, uh, somebody had mentioned earlier, go get DTR. Like, we need, we need a mid-round quarterback. And he is my favorite mid-round quarterback available. I don't want Tanner McKee. If he's picked, I'm going to be more furious than I am today. I'm not joining that show if it happens, by the way. Don't even ask. I'm not joining the show. I barely joined this show. Um, yeah, like, I'll, I'll be I'll be pretty upset. But outside of that, yeah, I mean, it's – oh, sorry. I'm watching the wild game as well. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm hoping for is Adebowari, DTR. That would be good. Okay. Flip, how are you feeling, by the way? I haven't got your – give me your quick assessment of yesterday, and then uh, what are you hoping for tomorrow? Uh, I, I like the Addison pick. It was the right pick for several reasons. Clearly, you saw all the receivers that went off the board on, on, on in the second and third round today. Yep. So that even makes the Addison pick better. It's not like, hey, just wait until day two because you only got one pick. It's literally like – you draft Jordan Addison or you don't draft a receiver in, mm-hmm. the, in, in the first two days, which just like, I think the value there speaks for itself after the fact. Overall, um, I'm still waiting for the pick that I've been waiting for really all draft long, all off season long. And it's probably too late now. Our pass rush is garbage and i'm not talking about the 2023 pass rush because we're talking about the draft i'm talking about the 2024 pass rush if you're building for the future we have maybe 30 plus year old daniel hunter maybe zadarius smith if we bring him back and then i mean heck even dj wanham is a free agent there's plus edge defenders all over this draft and I just I can't call this a good draft unless I feel good about a developmental edge by the end of tomorrow. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And I, I know Miles has been a big proponent of just that forward looking outlook for the Vikings build. That's for what the that draft future. is supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Miles, what do you need tomorrow for uh, for this to be a successful NFL draft? I'm going to flip on that. And I also think I think he'd mentioned it earlier. I, I don't think it has to be because I think you don't always have to address future needs like this year. You can address future needs next year too. I'm not, so I'm not disagreeing with you, but like safety could be, I'm not saying it has to be, uh, this is like safety is one of those positions. I'm okay if they don't address it this year, but it is one of those positions where you have Harrison Smith likely in his last year in Minnesota. You have Martellus Bennett, who is also an an impending free agent. And then Cam Biden's going would be in his last year. Um, did I just agency. hear Martellus Bennett? Not Martellus. Uh, 
Josh Metellus. Josh Metellus. I'm like, damn, when did we sign him? Right? I'm not even drunk. Um, so, uh, You're just Josh, tired. Josh, I am tired. Uh, Josh Metellus, um, who's been a good player for the Vikings, but um, again, impending free agent. So it's about like thinking about the future and um, and those things. So that could be a position like if they took one like late tomorrow, I wouldn't be yeah. like I wouldn't be mad about. Um, but again, that could be a position they decide to address next year. Yeah, she needs to put her to bed too. I'm tired. Why is she up? <laughs> Um, Daniel, before we get to you on tomorrow again, I just want to comment with everybody listening and watching. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Hit that like and subscribe button. I see a bunch of you here. Uh, Once we hit 3000 subscribers, you're entered into a drawing to win a custom skull piece by that's badass wood art. So tell your friends, tell your family, get subscribed. This content is not stopping anytime soon. Daniel, uh, tomorrow, what do you need? for this to be a successful draft for the Vikings. Wait, 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 real quick, my bad. I didn't need say. I don't need safety. I should have said that. I need like a, I would flip on the like interior. I want an interior pass rusher or like a, a okay. nose tack or a nose tackle. Those are probably those like my, what I'm looking for. All right. Daniel. All right. I got a few guys that I would Ooh. like the Vikings to target. Let's Calvin Avery checks the nose tackle box. He's one of the most underrated nose tackles in this draft. I'd like to see the Vikings come away with him if they have a chance to do it. Servassier Dennis uh, from Pittsburgh, a linebacker who's versatile, I think would fit the scheme really well. Drake Thomas is another linebacker that I found while studying that I thought had Flores written all over him as a potential late round pick at uh, linebacker. Uh, I would say Dylan Horton from TCU, Jose Ramirez, a pass rusher from Eastern Michigan. Uh, those are a few targets that I would like the, the Vikings to explore uh, tomorrow and fit, fill a couple of needs that they have on defense, get some depth on that side of the ball. And then, hey, like I said, maybe developmental quarterback. I, I would not be surprised at all if one of those picks is used on that. And they also have the ammo in the fifth round now, if they want to move back up, move up into the back half of the fourth round, they can do that as well as part of that trade. So those are a few things I'm, I'm looking at. Perfect. Well, tomorrow for the NFL draft, we'll probably just be doing a recap show when it's all said and done, barring some crazy news, whether it's a Dalvin Cook resolution, Azaria, Trey Azaria Smith, sure, maybe even Trey Lance, but uh, yeah. Did it, by the way, did anyone think that when we traded with San Francisco, it was Trey Lance? I think yeah, only everybody did. thought that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe I was the only one that didn't. Then I think everybody I know, hoped like, it. I don't know if everybody thought it. Everybody hoped it for sure. All I saw was San Francisco had our pick. I didn't, I'm and not I on like, the Twitter verse, <laughs> so I didn't see what the compensation was. Let's get it done. Send them Dalvin Cook back. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin <laughs> Cook in the same backfield. Let's go 49. Forty million dollars in running backs. It's not too late. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining this evening, Ryan, Flip, Daniel, Miles. We'll hit it up again tomorrow after uh, whatever Quasi and Kevin O'Connell have in store for us. Um, and for all the audience listening, watching, we appreciate you. Drop a comment below. Let us know what you think about the Vikings draft thus far. We'll do our best to respond to that. But until next time, everybody, Skull Vikings.